Welcome to Stellar Discussions, a podcast by Public Node members. Public Node is a nonprofit organization led by Stellar community members working together to support the open and inclusive Stellar network. Today, we're going to be talking about an active discussion in the Stellar community. The question is, should we raise the minimum transaction fee? I'm Brian. And I'm Daniel. So let's first talk about when do you incur a transaction fee on the Stellar network? And it's anytime you submit a transaction, one operation, you have to pay one fee. And the minimum fee today is 100 stroops, which is one stroop is the smallest measurement of a lumen. And 100 stroops is the minimum fee that people pay. So putting that in perspective, what is 100 stroops? How much money is that? So at today's price, XLM price, about 10 cents per XLM, 100 stroops is one one millionth of a dollar. So it is tiny. So I think it's really important that people frame this of what we're talking about. So when someone says, I'm going to double the fee even, someone might say, oh my goodness, that is, what are you doing? We're talking one one millionth of a dollar. I mean, it is tiny. So the proposal right now that people are thinking, you know, they want to raise the fee and they're thinking about maybe 10,000 stroops. So let's do the math on that. So at 10 cents per XLM, what is that? It turns into one ten thousandth of a dollar. So still very, very small. Even in that situation, let's say for some wild reason, XLM became $10 per XLM. What does that mean if the stroop, the cost per transaction was 10,000 stroops, it would be one cent. We've got a long ways to go to get to $10 per XLM. And even then, a transaction to send money across the world is one penny is what we're talking about in that hypothetical looking far out there. And even if they increase the fee to 10,000 stroops. And you can quote me on this. If Stellar goes to $10 uh, per XLM, I will pay your transaction fees. <laughs> Everybody's transaction fees are on <laughs> Brian. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So if, it, if it's such a tiny amount, um, why did the dis- discussion fall apart last time this came up? Yeah, you know, I think there's two reasons for that. Like one is Stellar kind of prides itself on being low cost, right? So the idea of adding fees goes against the grain a little bit about what Stellar, you know, is really proud about. And that's being able to send value and create transactions and operations for very, very small amount of money, fractions of a cent. We are still talking about fraction of a cent, but I think some of that's just PR and maybe pride. The other one is actually there's a technical issue. And that is if someone created a transaction before and they had the minimum fee of 100 stroops attached to it, and then the network decided to increase the minimum fee, you could strand previously signed transactions that you've had before and you'd have to redo them. And we have no idea to know how many of those are out there in existence because they were signed and they're not going to be submitted to the network until some later date. So they're worried about stranding those fees. But the biggest thing that happened in this last upgrade that we all voted on was they let you do fee bump. And so with that solution, it made it so if there was a transaction out there with 100 stroops, you didn't have, it didn't fail. You could actually increase the amount of fees to the new fee structure and the operation is still valid. So it lets anybody bump the transaction fee associated with the operation. And once they cleared that, once public node even voted on this last version, version 13, um, protocol version 13 on Stellar Core, once we did that, it 
solved that problem and made raising fees not so scary. So, so that is the technical issue, but I think it plays into a bigger issue, which is why are we going about this if it's just not such a big deal, right? So last time the Stellar community was talking about this, it's why are we taking our time and our effort and the complications it could cause to go through a discussion about raising fees when it's all hypothetical. But I think that world has come to an end and the Stellar Development Foundation has indicated there's enough arbitrage and bots and spam on the network that it's starting to become a problem. So it's a little bit more real this time around when we're talking about it. We're talking about raising fees and if we don't raise fees, there actually are potential consequences about a slow network. Yeah, actually, I think that's a really good point is that there was the technical challenge before that's been solved. And now there's actually is, do we need to increase the fees to lower the spam and yeah, protect the network and make sure it's running efficiently and to send out incentives so that people don't yeah, spam the network and you kind of reduce the amount of transactions that are happening each ledger. And, and you're right. They're seeing that, particularly with arbitrage right now. People are, I love the way that they wrote it up. Justin Rice at the Stellar Development Foundation wrote a blog on it and described it as a bunch of pigeons descending on on a single grain of rice <laughs> um, and clogging the sidewalk to come and get one grain of rice. But the idea is you can only have one pigeon win, but you have thousands of pigeons trying to get that one tiny little grain of rice. And I think everybody's okay with one pigeon getting the grain of ice, but you can't have a thousand of them because it can create congestion and it's just not good for the network. Yeah, more like a more like a thousand duplicate pigeons. Literally, it's a, in my eyes, it's a bunch of people that got their hands on new trading bot software, wrote a couple lines of code and are just having fun with it. But when a hundred people are doing that all at the same time, it starts to clog the network. Yep, that's right. And and there's only one will get that reward. And all these others are being submitted into the ledger, taking up room in the ledger. Um, it's actually creating surge pricing, which means actually everybody's paying more because of that. So not only is there strain on the network for nothing really getting accomplished. I mean, there is one pigeon that got the reward. Arbitrage is actually good for markets to find equilibrium. I think most economists will agree with that, but we just got to do it more efficiently and to try to disincentive so many to go after what is really low value transactions. So for those out there that are trying to figure out, should we raise the fee? Should we not? Let's kind of spell this out here real simply. Four reasons why we should raise the fee. And we've kind of dancing around these reasons. Number one is because there's too much spam or there will be too much spam on the Stellar network. And so we're going to raise the price. So each spam costs more, you know, reducing spam, reducing. And spam could be in the form of a bunch of pigeon bots going after one grain of rice, um, or it can be in the form of someone sending you a hundredth of a stellar with some marketing message. Uh, you know, I've gotten those. I, I know a lot of you out there have gotten those as well. Second reason is while surge pricing has created this new functionality, it sometimes can become a necessary evil. So if everyone has to be using surge pricing, then something's wrong. So reason number two is there's too much surge pricing going on and not every Stellar app can support surge pricing. Number three is slower close times, slower ledgers. And that's basically because there's bloat and spam. You know, it all kind of is, is the same thing. Same, it's very circular logic here. And number four 
is again due to the bloat and the spam new validators trying to sync up with the stellar network just need ever increasingly larger amounts of data on their machine and so we should only be using stellar for moving value if something is less than the value of a hundredth of a penny it doesn't really seem to be an asset of value. It doesn't really belong on the ledger. I completely agree. There was one use case, actually, which I think everybody agrees. So if I were to send lumens or send dollars from here all across the world, um, even if it's a dollar, right, a fraction of a penny is just tiny. There was one use case with liquidity, right, market making. So a market maker often has transactions on both sides of the bid and ask and they actually layer them in so they might have like a, a fan of five different bid and ask on each side and they actually every f so often can be actually quite frequently um, every, maybe every five minutes they update their bids based on what's happening in the market every time they do that they're incurring a transaction fee so that's why we have to be very smart about this because we do want liquidity and we can put a lot of assets on Stellar. So now you have a lot of different assets with limited liquidity. You want market makers to come in there and find that profitable. And if they're re-upping their operations and basically their bid spreads in there to make a healthy market, it can be very costly. If the fee is set too high, it'll discourage that activity, which is something we all want and need to make Stellar successful. Absolutely. And if those people need to pay a little bit more, it is arguable. It's totally subjective whether you think that's a good idea or not. So that's good we're putting it out there. Yep. And that's the one, I think, of all the Google discussions talking about this, Reddit is dis discussing about this. I think a lot of people generally think that fee is just tiny and it's probably worth increasing at the very least just to get some of that bloat, some of that, some of those pigeons to not go after that tiny reward. We really want to discourage that type of activity, but the market making aspect of it did cause me to pause a little bit to say, hmm, is it so much so that we're going to make disincentivize that? I think we're still probably okay. Someone did the math on it. It did not seem like it would discourage reasonably big market maker from partaking in it. It just means that you don't want your fees to be too high because eventually you will discourage that good behavior, high reward operations that you don't want to discourage. Now, what about the pre-signed transactions? You know, yes, you can put a surge price on it, but is there any pain we're creating? So the pre-signed transactions, that's solvable with the fee bump. Surge pricing, there, there actually have been some debates in there about what's the matter with surge pricing. Let surge pricing solve this. I hear that it's just harder to program for surge pricing and manage your fees because i think as in previous podcasts we were talking about gaming operations they just want to manage their fees manage the transactions on xlm and let their users not not even see the blockchain right it just becomes a another technical hurdle for them to have to manage variable pricing fees it's okay if they're every once in a while but if it's always flexing and it's just it's hard to predict it can become a headache and maybe something that it's just a little bit harder to program around. Right. It sounds like the, the biggest reason why not to do it is an image, is a PR issue, is that Stellar is supposed to be no cost and we're creating this risk by saying, hey, we're actually going to make the fees 100 times higher. Is there any real significant actual issue 
that you're seeing or, or is it really just this image issue? I think a lot of it really is image. Again, that Stellar prides itself on low cost. There are developers out there that said they were attracted to Stellar because it's low cost. And so anytime someone's mentioning about increasing that fee, particularly maybe without thinking about what we're really talking about, we were talking about millions of a dollar or one, one millionth of a dollar. So I mean, really tiny amounts. But I do think there's that image aspect of it. Now, granted, They've done comparisons to other blockchain ledgers, and we're still on the very, very, very low end of that. So I think it's manageable. I think there's some people that are going to probably react to it, but I'm kind of with you that I think that it's probably more just PR and information barrier that you just got to work through and explain to people what's happening and that it's better for the network than not doing it. Sure. So that your final word that you you give it the thumbs up, you think this is a good idea? I think so. I do pause. I do like to see all different perspectives of it. And I've read all that people have written on it. I do see some kind of scary text out there that, that people will say, well, if you were to do this, I might leave. I guess I'm leaning to the fact that I think that harm is probably overblown. And I think it's probably worth doing because they said like 70% of some of these ledgers are filled with these failed transactions. And that just seems bad. We got to solve that. That's like the biggest problem in the room. Yep, exactly. We got to solve it. Now, the question is, do we just keep increasing the fees to solve that? And I think a lot of the developers are talking about that. There's probably other ways to solve it. They might just take more time. This is probably the quickest solution. Going forward, there's probably more elaborate, different ways that you can do it. Actually, I saw a couple different ones. One is maybe you have those type of low value transactions Maybe they have a different fee structure, right? So right, maybe right. maybe they're different. Maybe you have a market-making operation, and that one has a really low fee. And then you have this arbitrage kind of path payment solution that costs more. The other one is some way to keep those failed transactions from actually reaching the ledger, right? So they've failed. They've paid their fees, but is there a way to technically keep it from actually being part of the ledger itself when there's only one can pass. Yeah, I think we got to keep brainstorming. I think we can do better than that. that. Those sound like weird validation rules to have at a very core level, right? To start creating exceptions and rules at the core of a blockchain. I don't know. Not so impressed with those solutions. Yeah, and I actually, you know, and I probably just butchered them. Uh, I was just reading them online and I just know there's a lot of really smart people thinking about oh, this. Definitely. And I know there are some creative ways to solve this besides just keep increasing the fees. One thing I don't totally love, so I am an economist, what I don't love, and maybe this is the only way to do it, is I don't really like the brute force method of solving the fees, increasing the fees arbitrarily, and then just keep moving them up until I find the right answer. I tend to like to have a hypothesis about what fee I need to create to get rid of the behavior I don't want. So ah. I'm actually kind of surprised that people haven't figured out what fee will stop this behavior. And actually, people said that they're not making much money with these arbitrage bots. So I'm surprised people haven't looked at that and this actually solved for the fee that will make that an uneconomic choice and do it that way. So it's, it's interesting you go that direction. I agree with your hypothesis, which is we're raising the fees an arbitrary amount, right? I agree with that hypothesis. But I disagree with the fact that we can kind of figure it out what the appropriate fee is. So here's here's kind of my two cents or really my you know one millionth of a cent on the issue. You mentioned that if Stellar goes to $10 and we raise these to 10,000 troops, we could be talking about a one penny fee, which to me starts to not feel like zero anymore. 
And Stellar could easily go to $10 in the next five years. I just don't want to be in a situation where we're raising fees and then lowering fees. So my two cents here is take it from 100 stroops up to 1,000 stroops and see what happens. And we want to be able to move the needle real slowly and fine tune it. We don't want to raise it up a lot and then lower it. It just creates a situation where Stellar looks risky and, and not balanced and they don't know what they're doing. Let's just tweak the needle a little bit and see what happens. Additionally, and this is an entirely other podcast slash debate, is I would love to see those fees start to go back to validators. I know initially the whole community was up in arms about them going to validators because Stellar Development Foundation ran all the validators. So they were getting all the inflation and, and all these fees. Now this money is just kind of disappearing into a hole and creating a deflationary currency, which some people think is really cool. I would prefer just a currency that has a fixed cap. Anyway, that's a conversation for an entirely other day. But uh, Daniel, is, is the 10,000 what the developers are talking about? Or was that just an initial number thrown out? I think it's an initial number. And maybe someone did do some math to, to come up with that number. I don't know if that, hey, that's bigger and it's a multiple of 10. So let's use that value. <laughs> but uh, it was the first one thrown out. And I think people are thinking that it's big enough to maybe work, but not so big to scare away most real use cases that it's still just tiny. Because if you go too small, then it, and then I think there people worried it, it won't work at all. And it was thrown out in that blog written by Justin Rice at the Stellar Development Foundation, and it was 10,000 stroops. I'd actually like to see some validators pushing it up to like 1,000 stroops and some pushing it to 10,000, just so we have validators voting for different things. I think that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, you want to... Yeah, we could we could do that. Just, just to prove the democracy. Yeah, let's right? see it. You know? Yeah, no, it'll it'll be interesting. <laughs> Actually, just you know, just a shout out to public node. So a lot of the protocol things that we vote on as validators aren't that interesting, right? They're upgrades. Like who wouldn't want to upgrade something, right? Let's do it. Or it's extremely technical, of which who's gonna object to you know, fixing this little bug that's been kind of sitting in there or some kind of slight bit of inefficiency, but this. So one, getting rid of inflation was huge. And this one is, is also very near and dear. And everybody can understand that. Everybody understands fees and wanting to vote and have an opinion about whether or not Stellar should raise fees. And as a public node member, you get to vote and actually be a part of that and help determine how public nodes validators vote on this proposal if it actually gets to that right now they're still on the deciding whether or not there is going to be a proposal yes that's right as a public node member it's five dollars a month you get to flex the power of a validator which we don't even want to know what that costs a month uh, or to talk about what that costs a month but this is your chance to you know have an opinion and make it mean something which tends to push people to get educated on the topic you know, for Stellar community members that have, that can't really impact it, they aren't a validator, it's harder to get involved. It's like being a Democrat in California. There's really no point to voting, right? So, <laughs> Or Republican uh, in some of those other states. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, what's the point? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's why I come to Public Node, it's a small team, and your vote counts. If we wanted to, we could all get together and choose the public node amount. We want 5,000 stroops, and then the public node validator will vote for that. I just think that would be really interesting to see the stellar democracy at work. Yeah, I mean, what you don't want to do is like 
fork the network over something as small as no. a millionth no, of, a, of a dollar. That. So I think if the group, the consensus of the group and the validators, I think you tend to want to go that direction, not just flex your muscles, just to flex them. But um, but yeah, no, I agree. I, I think that people should. And actually, one one of the validators did actually Orbit Lens, who runs three validators nodes. He kind of did. If you read the Google discussion, he did kind of throw out some other ideas that maybe it should be higher. Actually, he was thinking that it should be pegged to some kind of fiat of what is the amount of fee that we want maybe pegged to the US dollar and run it that way. So there's there's some other ideas floating around there. And I think he's of the opinion that it maybe should be higher than 10,000 groups. That's fair. That's fair. I was not recommending for the network, you know, maybe with validators, it's kind of a game of chicken. You know, you could you could say you're going one way and then you obviously don't want to be the only one going that way. Yeah, actually, it'll be interesting. I haven't heard of big disagreements with the validators because there's a lot of, I would say, vetting that happens even before something comes up to vote. So clearly there are proposals that never even made it to a vote. So maybe it's just kind of like how the Senate floor or the, the House floor works is that you don't put something to vote that you know is going to fail. And then you put something up there when you think you have the support and all that. So it would be curious to see a vote happen. I don't know if it ever happened in the past, what happens when the validators don't agree. And yeah, hopefully nothing scary like a fork. But do they then, you know, go back and then try to do some diplomacy and try to sales pitch, try to get people on one side or the other. It'll be interesting to see how that works out, if it ever does. Absolutely. We don't know. So that's (laughs) public node podcast, more questions than answers, right? (laughs) If you want to answer that one, yeah, don't come to us. Jed might be able to know. Maybe maybe we'll have him on. Wouldn't that be great? So those are your two options. We can either raise the fee or we can wait if you think it's too early and you think it's going to be bad and create a, a loss of trust. Please partake in the conversation. Validators, we need you to vote. People that aren't validators but that want their opinion heard, there's only one way. That's to join Public Node. And I say that very genuine. I don't get paid to do this. I'm just a Public Node member. I'm just in Daniel's orbit here on on the podcast. But uh, (laughs) thank you for listening. Until next time, it's been great. It has been great. Thank you. Thank you.